Hello, everybody. This is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. We are thrilled that you have decided to get on your device. Whether it's your iPhone or Android, or you pulled out your laptop, or you are streaming this podcast on your PC, we give God praise to all of our faithful listeners who are tuning in to our Full of Life Ministries podcast. And we're so, ha- we're so happy that you're tuning in each week to be spiritually fed this message of hope that heaven has deemed a necessity for the culture and climate to the world that we live in. You see, we continue to witness and experience exponential growth within the parameters of this podcast. And it's so exciting to see new listeners each week feeling this global love that only God can provide. This is truly a joint venture that's happening here at Full of Life Ministries. And we are forever grateful to your response to this ministry. I just, I just want you to imagine with me, imagine with me how God's love travels the landscape of our world. Now, some people will suggest that the word of God is archaic and obsolete and does not identify with the times that we're living in. Well, I beg to differ. This is an old people slang for our younger audience, okay? (laughs) Beg to differ simply means I disagree with their opinion on what the scriptures has to say concerning current events. God is past, God is present, and God is future, all at the same time. And he knows how love works. He knows that you offer something that's genuine, that's unique, that pulls individuals away from the darkness, that tries to keep you fearful, that's tried and tested. People will travel heaven and earth to receive this special love that has God's fingerprints all over it. Think about the times when Jesus was healing all manner of disease. Think about the multitudes that followed him because he was displaying a kind of love that the world needed. John 3.16, St. John 3.16 simply says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. And now God's love right now is traveling around the world via podcasting. You see, we are interconnected to each other because of the love love God has for us through his son, Jesus Christ. Yes, we are interconnected to each other. And this is important to embrace and realize how God's love is so special. 
It's a special love. And with this special love comes responsibilities. <laughs> How do we continue to grow if we don't reach out to our fellow man? Let God's love minister to each person that needs God's love to make a difference in their lives. So people of God, continue to share the podcast. Support us if you can financially and fervently pray for one another. And really the critical thing that we ask of all of our listener, listeners from around the world is that you apply God's word to your life. Provide words of encouragement to somebody today. Take the time to encourage somebody today. And you, you'll see. You'll begin to watch God continue to show himself as Lord over all. In Jesus' name. All right. All right. Let's get into today or tonight's episode. Are you ready? All right. I heard you that time. Now listen, there's a sound that's coming from heaven that wants to speak to our hearts. And it's about a subject that is becoming more and more foreign to our way of life. Now, people of God, this precious gift that the Lord has given us is a commodity that doesn't have any bells or whistles to it, yet it's its virtue demonstrates firm resolve. This, this great commodity that God has provided for mankind, it helps us to find solutions and problems or disputes because it's important in snuffing out potential setbacks. It also demonstrates godly courage when your standards go up against what society has deemed acceptable, conviction to do the right thing when individuals try to coax or cajole you into living in a sinful manner. This gift that I'm talking about that lives inside of us glistens with inner strength because this gift helps you operate with self-control. Eliminating the need to act out in anger. And what the Lord has impressed upon me is the need to pay close attention to the sign of the times. For the Bible declares in 2 Timothy, the third chapter, verses 1 through 5. 2 Timothy, the third chapter, verses 1 through 5. And I always mainly use the voice translation. So it may read differently in your Bible app or your Bible or whatever vice that you use in order to read along with us the word of the Lord. So 2 Timothy, the third chapter, starting at the first verse down to the fifth verse. And it says, and know this, and know this in the last days, Times will be hard. You see, the world will be filled with narcissistic, 
money-grubbing, pretentious, arrogant, and abusive people. They will rebel against their parents and will be ungrateful, unholy, uncaring, cold-hearted, accusing, without restraint, savage, and haters of anything good. Expect them to be treacherous, reckless, swollen with self-importance, and given to loving pleasure more than they love God. Even though they may look or act like godly people, they're not. They deny his power. I tell you, stay away from the likes of these. Yes, people of God, the world is filled with individuals who are not operating in the power of God. And yet, the Lord's virtue is waiting to fill the person who's ready to become what God has designed them to be. And so today or tonight's episode is one where we have to embrace a gift that when demonstrated will provide for mankind the necessary changes needed to live a full and meaningful life. And so today or tonight's episode is entitled The Virtue of Meekness. The virtue of meekness. Simply put, spiritual meekness are individuals who are willing to share and sacrifice on behalf of others. Genuine meekness is a God-given gift designed to shine in a lost and dying world that's full of takers always ready to trample over others to gain an advantage. Individuals who walk and operate in meekness are committed people who wait on God to provide for them resolve, inner strength, and courage to stand up for what is right in a godly way. Those that thrive in this world place their trust in God because it is he that heals the loss. He is the one who provides restraint so you won't become angry over these challenges in life. Meekness also prevents you from seeking revenge in the face of protecting your name and integrity. We all have a tendency to lash out when you are threatened. The spirit of meekness gives you the power to absorb difficult moments with grace and allow and allows God's meekness to shine in the face of sin. Meekness does not mean the absence of passion or conviction and even 
indignation when just injustices take place or when accountability is needed. You don't have to be passive. You don't have to be docile. All you have to do is understand that it's not the absence of passion or conviction. Even when you see something that's disturbing your spirit, doesn't mean that you have to remain meek. People of God, our disposition should be in operating in the spirit of meekness is one who is ready. Now hear this. The spirit of meekness is a person, an individual who is ready to listen and learn from God. It does not mean that we are slow to write. It does not. It does. It does. I'm sorry. It does mean that we are to be slow to write a person off because meekness is God's way of us becoming slow to condemn when a person has erred in judgment. We need to be slow in anger. Let us be as wise as serpents and as innocent as doves in discerning what is meekness and what is pride. Before we continue, let's take a quick commercial break and I promise you we'll be right back with the episode entitled The Virtue of Meekness. Hi everyone, I'm Christopher. I'm the editor of Full of Life Ministry San Diego podcast and I'm here to say if you like what you're hearing and would like to donate, you definitely can. On any of our pages, on our Instagram, on our Spotify, Spreaker, all of that, there should be a button that allows you to donate to our ministry. With your donations, we're able to donate to a variety of different things, COVID relief or anyone who just may need it in general. That's all for me. So thank you guys for listening and enjoy the rest of the podcast. All right, we are back. And so let's get into today or tonight's episode entitled The Virtue of Meekness. Let's go straight into the word of the Lord and we'll be speaking on a few verses that pertain to meekness. Our first scripture will be coming from the book of James, chapter 1, verses 19 through 21. And it says to us today or tonight, it says, listen, open your ears Harness your desire to speak. Harness your desire to speak. And don't get worked up into a rage so easily, my brothers and sisters. Because human anger is a futile exercise that will never produce God's kind of justice in this world. So walk out on your corrupt liaison with smut and depraved living and humbly welcome the word of truth that will blossom like the seed of salvation planted in your soul. People of God, the strength that exudes in those operating in the spirit of meekness is critical. 
So number one, in order for us to operate in the spirit of meekness or the virtue of meekness, number one, we have to open our ears to hearing correctly. We have to open our ears <laughs> to hearing correctly. I have discovered in my 30-something years in ministry that people tend to speak quickly because they want to defend themselves. And oftentimes when something is being said, what is actually said and what they hear is two entirely different things. So the Lord was showing me through scripture that we have to be open to hear first and we have to hear correctly because people who have the spirit of meekness, they're always quick to hear and slow to speak. We have to understand that we have to understand saying meekness is not weakness because meekness is simply listening carefully to what is being said. And there's two ways of listening, hearing it in your head and hearing it in your heart. So I'm going to say that one more time for our listeners. There's two ways of listening, hearing those words in your head and hearing those words in your heart. Words that have venom oftentimes come from a, hurt, a, a hurtful state of, of mind. When you hear somebody speak, spitting out venom or poison towards you, we have to understand that it comes from a hurtful person who has a hurtful state of mind. And when you are meek, you listen intently at what is re really being said. So we have to allow meekness to be a healer and not a destroyer. Because human anchor, human anger is number two, futile or futile exercise. <laughs> futile mean, means it's meaningless exercise. God's word states, it will never produce God's kind of justice in this world. So walking in the spirit of meekness sees the opportunity to fix a situation or circumstance that's broken and can help deliver peace in the midst of a troublesome moment. So when we operate in anger, when we don't listen first, when we're quick to speak and not slow to speak, we become angry. Our response is not one that brings peace or reconciliation to a situation that's happening. And so it becomes a futile exercise, a meaningless exercise. And we have to guard ourselves from this type of exercise. There are good exercises and there are bad exercises that is bad for your spirit, 
for your soul and for your mind. And for it to have a better outcome, we have to operate in the right manner and having the spirit or the virtue of of meekness. So that's number two. Don't practice exercising. Exercise is that it's going to be harmful to an outcome. Apply the spirit of meekness to your life and you'll see great results from you following what God has in store for you. Number three, the virtue of meekness welcomes in the word of truth. The virtue of meekness welcomes in the word of truth. People of God, his truth will always give light to a dark situation. God's truth floods your heart with laughter and joy. And his truth keeps away anger and bitterness and the spirit of retaliation. Hmm. I don't retaliate, Pastor Phil. What many times we have with our words or with our actions. And so we have to welcome in the spirit of truth. God's word provides truth. And we have to allow God's words through his, through the word of God to flood our lives. The virtue of meekness will cause you to ask for forgiveness or better yet cause you to forgive others when they fall short of doing things in the right way. So number one, open your ears to hearing correctly. Number two, exercising Things that are become that will become futile or meaningless. And number three, the virtue of meekness welcomes in the word of truth. God's word provides truth. And if we apply God's word into our lives, the virtue of meekness, the standard comes back. And when the standard comes back, the world will change in Jesus name. And number four, and the meekness seed, the meekness seed will blossom, as the scripture says here in James chapter one, verses 19 through 21. The meekness seed will blossom like the seed of salvation planted in your souls. Because you have to understand people that do not have the seed are narcissistic. Money grubby, pretentious, arrogant, and abusive people. These individuals don't grow. They spiritually die. Children who rebel against their parents and are ungrateful. These individuals struggle living an unholy lifestyle. Uncaring, cold-hearted. Accusing people all the time. No restraint. Out of control. Savage. Out of control. And haters of anything good. You have to understand the seed of meekness blossoms. It grows. It develops. It feeds. So we have to understand 
We have to allow God's seed of meekness to plant deep inside of our hearts so we can feed God's people and provide healing with this seed called meekness. And they will discover from your life what real strength looks like. Now, James, the third chapter, the 13th verse says, Who in your community is understanding and wise? Let his or her example, which is marked by wisdom and gentleness, blaze a trail for others. People of God, are you ready to blaze a trail for others? You see, the gift of meekness is powerful, powerful enough to draw others to Jesus Christ. James, the third chapter in the 17th verse says, Heavenly wisdom centers around purity, peace, gentleness, deference, mercy, and other good fruits untainted by hypocrisy. Notice that the reason the truly wise person is also the truly meek person. And so meekness and wisdom are both peaceable, gentle, and open to reason. And so in closing, people of God, operating in meekness is predicated on when we place our trust in God. No matter the conditions or who is acting out in a sinful manner, no matter if you're, you're the only one in the room who's walking in meekness, trust God and lean not to your own understanding. Then because we placed our trust in him, we will stay committed to him. We cast all of our anxieties, frustrations, our plans, our relationships with one another, our jobs, our health. And I mean, we give everything to God. And because we are functioning in the spirit of meekness, we wait patiently for the Lord. Are you waiting patiently for the Lord? We trust his timing and his power and his grace to work things out in the best way for his glory and for our good. And as God, God's word states in Matthew chapter 5, verse 5, it says, Blessed are the meek and gentle. They will inherit the earth. What we inherit will be based on our obedience to the Lord and our perception being changed when it comes to meekness. People of God, meekness is a gift worth embracing. Meekness is a gift worth embracing. In Jesus' name, let us pray. Father God, in the name that's above every name, we give you praise. We thank you for all that you do each and every day. You continue to be faithful to us. And we thank you for this, oh God. Without you, we would not be able to function in this world. 
It is your unconditional love towards us. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you for just knowing what we need. And what we need in today's world is we need the virtue of meekness, oh God. The standard that you have set for the world to live in humility, to live in your power, in your strength. And Lord God, help us not to see meekness as a weakness, but help us to see that meekness is a discipline, it's a strength, it, it, it exudes your glory. Every person we talk to, every part of the world that we walk in, that virtue, that standard, that strength, that peace that only you can provide for us is always evident in our lives. So help us, oh God, not to be prideful and arrogant. Help us to put away some of these practices that the enemy has convinced us that we have to survive with these types of bad behaviors. And help us to embrace this virtue, this standard, this, this love that you have called meekness and this special gift that you've given us. Help us to embrace it like never before. We'll give you all the praise and all the glory all the honor for what you're going to do. And we ask all these blessings in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, people that got that is it for today or tonight. We're so grateful that you tune in to this episode called The Virtue of Meekness. This is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. We are so happy and delighted that you tuned in to Full of Life Ministries podcast. Each week we come out with new topical episodes to encourage you, to inspire you, to uplift you, and to empower you to live a full and meaningful life. This is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. If there's anything that we can do to assist you in your Christian growth, don't hesitate to email us at fulloflifesd at gmail.com. Once again, fulloflifesd at gmail.com. If you want to give your life to Jesus today, if you're ready to say, Pastor Phil, I want to make him the Lord of my life, email us at fulloflifesd at gmail.com. We will help you to embrace your new day called salvation, and you could be born again today. Just got to send that email, and we will believe that God is going to save you from sin. And we're excited for what God is going to do. We'll be praying for you in that area of your life. If you'd like to support us financially, you could go to any of the different outlets to support us financially. All monies will be used to help those who have been negatively impacted by COVID-19, whether if they need food or clothes or looking for employment. We are here to assist and to aid in those individuals who are struggling through life. And so your contributions to this ministry will make a big difference in this world. That's one of the visions that we have for this ministry, not only to provide this message of hope, but to help those who, who are in need and truly need to be blessed by God's people. 
Once again, this is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. So excited that you tuned in. If you're enjoying the podcast, you know the drill. You know the deal. Please continue to share the podcast to your friends and your family, to your church family, to your co-workers, whoever it is. Let them know that on the airwaves via podcasting, there is a ministry called Full of Life Ministries. And we are excited and we're believing God that God is going to make a difference in the lives of his people. So listen, people of God, let's continue to do the great things that God has in store for us. Let's continue to do this in Jesus' name. God bless. God bless.